Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series entitled, How to Praise and Worship. We've spent six days talking about this subject, and I'm going to sum it up today with everything that we've learned. We started with Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. It says, Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And we talked about three types of praise— Post-praise, present-praise, and pre-praise. Post-praise represents thanksgiving or worship after the event has taken place. Present-praise represents thanksgiving or worship during the event while it's taking place. And pre-praise represents thanksgiving and worship before the event takes place. So, post-praise is about the past, present-praise is about the present, and pre-praise is about the future. So, post-praise is praise to the Lord after he has done something for you. Present praise is praise to the Lord when he's doing something for you right now. And pre-praise, and that's my favorite, is praise to the Lord before he does something for you. And as we said, pre-praise is not instant, and it's not inspired by your emotions. It's the most difficult type of praise because it's based solely on your faith in God, who is more than enough to solve your problem. This type of praise is usually expressed in the middle of great trials and tribulations, believing that God will bring deliverance soon. It's praising God before you have the answer. And then we talked about the sacrifice of praise. What is the sacrifice of praise? We found out that it's the fruit of our lips giving thanks. That's out of our scripture, Hebrews thirteen fifteen. Remember, therefore, by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to our God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And secondly, it's the voice of those who will. We found that out in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 11. It says, The voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy endures forever. And of those who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. For I will cause the captives of the land to return as at the first, says the Lord. And in the Old Testament, they offered the sacrifice of animals. But in the New Testament, we offer the sacrifice of our praise. We also talked about six effective ways to praise and worship. I'm sure you can think of more, but the ones we mentioned were you can praise and worship with your mouth. You can praise and worship with your hands. You can praise and worship with your feet. You can praise and worship with your knees. 
You can praise and worship with your heart, that being your spirit, and you can praise and worship with your silence. I love that. Let's go back a step. When we talk about with your heart, that means to know it, to mean it, and to believe it. We read that in John chapter 4, verse 23. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. And then the last one, in silence, listen to Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God, and I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So all six ways, with your mouth, your hands, your feet, your knees, your heart, and your silence, can be done in the expression of post-praise for the past, present praise for the present, and pre-praise for the future. And my quote for the sacrifice of praise as a living sacrifice says this, the voice of those who will is the voice of those who be. And what did I mean by that? Well, I meant our living sacrifice is not something we do. Rather, it's something we are. It's who we are. It's our life in every part of it. Whether we're in a crowd or completely alone, or whether it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 3 o'clock in the morning, whether we're in good times or bad times, like Paul stated, whether we are in abundance or suffering need, praise is alive. A living sacrifice of praise is just that. It's living. We define praise as to make a show, to boast, to rave, and to celebrate. And we define worship as to reverence, honor, and to serve God, to bow down and humbly beseech. We also discussed three tenses or times that can apply to the word worship. The first being one worship. That means W-O-N, one hyphen worship, or wonderful hyphen worship, and wonder hyphen worship. Let me say it this way. The first is one worship. The second is wonderful worship. And the third is wonder worship. And they have tenses to them. One worship is past tense. It's thanking the Lord for the victory. We already won. Wonderful worship is present tense, saying, Lord, you are wonderful. And then wonder worship is future tense. It's believing God that he's more than enough. Well, you may wonder how it's going to happen, but you know he's more than enough. I like Exodus chapter 15, verse 11. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? That's fantastic. Oh, I just love it. And then we also mentioned a multi-tense worship, which would include one worship, wonderful worship, wonder worship, post-praise, present praise, and pre-praise. Listen to Revelation chapter 11, verses 16 through 17. And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come, because you have taken your great power and reigned. Again, the most difficult giving of thanks are pre-praise and wonder worship. Why? Because they take place before the answer, before the deliverance, before the provision, and even before the healing manifests. We also talked about how God wants us to worship in spirit and in truth. Truth meaning not merely verbal, but in sincerity and integrity of character. Truthfulness, it's the complete opposite of false or fake. And it's from our heart in truth. And it's not lip service. 
And my favorite definition of truth is the content of that which is true and thus in accordance with what actually happened. It's the whole truth, nothing but the truth. And when truth happens, it's what's actually happened. And that is what the Father is seeking. You see, it's very important to understand this. It's major. True worshipers are those who worship him in spirit and in truth. It's the voice of those who will, those who are, those who be. It's the fruit of our lips, giving thanks, truthfully. It's a living sacrifice, full-time, not part-time. And then we discussed worship as a weapon. And that includes praise, too. And one thing we must realize is praise and worship is not defensive or passive waiting for the next problem. Praise is on the offense. Worship is taking ground, not just guarding it in case there's an attack. Satan detests the worship of God because the true worship of God is a weapon against his own kingdom of darkness. It wreaks havoc in his kingdom, rendering his strategies and abilities powerless, leaving his troops in confusion, severely wounded and running in retreat, and it takes territory back for God. You see, I believe worship was originally created to be used for the purposes of God. Lucifer, now Satan, was created as the worship angel of music in the throne room of God. But because of his beauty, his wisdom, riches, and abilities, he became corrupt, and his eternal desire is to become God and receive all the glory and worship himself. Is it any wonder that when he hears us worship God, it incenses him? His ability to praise God was the greatest ever given to an angel. And even today, Satan can play a melody and sing with such beauty that he has serenaded the world into a love affair with sin. And if you remember, Satan tried to get Jesus to worship him. But Jesus replied, he said, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. I like 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. The worship of God Almighty afflicts the demonic world with confusion. This is what happened in Jehoshaphat's story. Demons abhor the sound of worship. It puts them in disarray. And as we worship, the heavens are opened over us, and authority flows down from the throne to overthrow the strongholds of the devil. We also found that the Hebrew word for worship meant to prostrate oneself and to bow down. And the Greek word for worship means to prostrate oneself in worship and to bow down. The word prostrate means to cast oneself face down on the ground in humility, submission, and adoration. And I like Genesis 17.3. It says, Then Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him. And in King David's assembly, in First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 20, it says, Then David said to all the assembly, Now bless the Lord your God. So all the assembly blessed the Lord God of their fathers and bowed their heads and prostrated themselves before the Lord and the king. And of all the possible positions of worship, being prostrate before the Lord is one of the most profound of all. All I can say is try it. It's difficult to explain what laying before the Lord does for me. It's a special time. It's not works. It's just worship before my Lord and King. It's a very humbling and honoring position to be in, to express your true worship to him. The devil wants us to bow down in obedience to him, but what a slap it is in his face when we give our complete spirit, soul, and body in full reverence, honor, homage, adoration, humility, and submission in worship to God. 
Remember, the Father is seeking such to worship him in spirit and in truth. John chapter 4, verse 23. And to think, some people arrive to church late on purpose so they don't have to be a part of worship. That's not what God is seeking. Now to end where we began, how to praise and worship. Did we answer that question? I think so. We may have looked at pre-praise, present praise, post-praise, one worship, that's W-O-N worship, wonder worship, and wonderful worship. We looked at many body positions, many body parts, laying prostrate, being a living sacrifice, having music or styles of music, cultures of music, and singing. And we talked about psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We talked about the war of worship and even weapons. But only one answer can truly sum up how to praise and worship. It's called In Spirit and in Truth, as we read in John 4, 23 through 24. And then finally, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. See you tomorrow. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.